Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Greatest Mixtape Podcast. I'm Eric. And I am Mac. And hey, uh, hey, we're coming out of the uh, out of the holiday season, and it's a time of year where people like to you know set goals, resolutions, and just you know things they uh, they want to strive for in the new year. New Year's resolutions, the most terrifying thing invented by man, if you ask me. <laughs> it's such a great idea, right? But how many of us fail at them? Well, it's like. How can I come out of the most stressful holiday of the year and put more pressure on myself? Seems perfectly logical <laughs> to do. <laughs> well, we're not here today to talk about uh, whether you are are not going to fail your uh, your resolutions. We we just uh, wanted to talk about some songs that are motivational, inspirational, get us pumped up, you know, to take on the world, or uh, you know, maybe got some goals, some some obstacles we want to conquer some songs that might get us through that get us pumped up to do that exactly i mean hey, if you're out there and you're facing some challenges and you know setting goals and just working hard and grinding every day to be better uh you know here's some songs that help us get through life uh some of the songs make us want to run through a wall <laughs> and you know other songs just make us appreciate life and the people that are around us supporting us. Yeah, absolutely. We always talk about, you know, the visceral response that that we often get to music and how uh there's songs that I and I always my my go-to is always like it makes me want to throw a chair through a window. Like I don't know why that's my thing. Yeah. Like I just tap into that like 14-year-old that wants to break stuff, but like there's songs that just do that to me and um it just fires you up to to want to do big great things and um and again when you have goals and and obstacles in your way man it's a great way to to hurdle them and bust through them and and the songs can can give you confidence for sure absolutely some lyrics that really inspire you um can help you just get through a day or get through a much longer period in your life we picked some songs that we we want to talk about. We did not divulge them to each other ahead of time. <laughs> I'm not too worried about us stepping on each other on this episode compared to like, you know, the holiday episode like that one. I kind of knew we were going to be <laughs> doing that. But. And in uh, the spirit of uh, transparency, um, I did shy away for some things for this that I was like, oh, dude, I know Max going to talk about this. <laughs> Whereas for the holiday episode, I didn't really care. Yeah. We just kind of purposely, almost purposely stepped on each other. Um, this one, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm going to try to pick some things that I don't think you're going to go for. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, same we'll see on this end, bro. I was like, there are some songs and some bands where I'm like, ah, no, I'm I'm not touching that because yeah, Eric's going to go there. I know what Eric's going to do. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have, I have five songs that i want to talk about and of course i have some reserves just in case just in case i am flying without a nap man i i did struggle a little bit with this not to find songs that i thought were inspirational or motivational um i i had a really hard time whittling it down and and the problem i found there's bands that just have so many songs um there were some bands that had like 20 songs that i could have picked right. and it was really hard for me to whittle it down because I didn't want my entire, you know, five songs that we're going to talk about today to be one band. I got five, dude. And if you, if you steal one, so be it. We're going to move on. <laughs> I'm flying without a net, man. No reserves. None for me. Ooh, ballsy move. Ballsy move to start the new year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm going to... <laughs> Well, that was my New Year's resolution was to just, you know, be more ballsy. Well, you can check that one off a list, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so if memory serves me correctly, uh, you went first last time. That is correct. So sir. I guess I'm going to I'm going to come out of the gate here. 
Uh, and I'm going to come out fucking swinging, dude. All right, let's do it. And when I say that, what I mean is um, when you talk about inspirational or motivational songs in popular music, there's a song that's just going to automatically be in the conversation. And so I'm going to attack the elephant in the room. I'm just going to get it out of the way. Okay. But when you want to talk about a song that gets you pumped up, maybe beat up somebody that needs beaten up, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about Eye of the Tiger by Survivor. Oh. Yeah, dude. That's the song, man. Wow. This is why I picked yeah. this song. First of all, it was easy. Yeah. It came out in 1982. Yeah. It was from Rocky Three, And the song is about conquering an obstacle, taking on a rival that maybe is better than you, maybe is bigger than you, maybe is stronger than you. You've got the Eye of the Tiger, is they say in the song and you you win you take on this 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 challenge and and you succeed so many years ago we were doing a 1200 mile uh road trip and so we ahead of time like a week or so ahead of time we said okay you make a playlist for road trip songs and i'll make a playlist for road trip songs so we won't tell each other much like this podcast we won't tell each other what we're gonna pick we'll just put them together and then because we're gonna have you know 20 plus hours on the road together. Dude, that's a great idea. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. So, one of the first songs Chris put on her playlist, this motivational just road trip we can get through this together playlist was Eye of the Tiger. And I laughed at first because it came on very early in the in the trip, like maybe like 6 p.m. it like came on, right? And when I kind of laughed, I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah, man, you know, Eye of the Tiger." And then uh you know, hours go by. Chris falls asleep. I'm driving. It's like four in the morning and I'm struggling to keep my eyes open. And I'm really like contemplating, like maybe it's time to pull over, get a coffee. You know, we just wanted to, all we wanted to do was get through the night. So once the sun comes up, if you've ever been on a road trip, this is, this is what you do. You, you drive through the night and you're tired and you're, you're dragging ass and you're fighting to stay awake sometimes. But if you can make it to the sun comes up, it's like a yeah. whole, it's like a reset button. You, yeah. you find this new like energy and you can keep going. So that was the motivation. So four o'clock in the morning, I, the tiger comes on. Chris is asleep next to me. I'm like out of monster energy drinks. I'm, I'm just, I'm done. I just want to get through the sunlight, man. And that song comes on and I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, I yes. got this fucking eye of the tiger, man. And I legit like got excited. It's so stupid, but I just, I really... I, I got into the moment, man, with that song. And I'm like, dude, this song, it accomplishes everything they set out to do. Maybe it's a little hokey. Maybe it's a little cheesy. It's a movie song from the 80s. But goddamn, at four in the morning when you're struggling to get through a, a drive and that song yeah. comes on, man, you're going to do it. You're going to make it to daylight. Dude, I didn't even think of that song. <laughs> and, and I'm kicking myself. Like, how did that not? It's such a great song. Just that opening guitar. Just, oh, my God. Oh, it's so, so great. And what I never knew about that song was Sylvester Stallone was the producer on uh, Rocky Three, And they approached Queen. Oh. And they wanted, they originally wanted to use Another One Bites the Dust. And Queen was like, yeah, we're, we're not. Nah, it's not really our thing. We, we, we're we're going to pass. So they wanted a song that had the energy of Another One Bites of Dust. And so Survivor was literally on their last leg. They had re released a couple of records. They did nothing, you know, on the charts or critically. And they were just kind of like, man, we might be wrapping this up. And then somehow they get with Sylvester Stallone says, this is what we want. They gave Survivor like a trailer of the movie. And they wrote the guitar riff around a sequence, like a boxing sequence from the movie. Yeah. And so the dun, 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 those match up with punches that are happening in the scene. 
So it, it's just what a great story to go along with a great song. Yeah, dude, great song. And you're right. It, I don't care who you are, man. You hear that song and you hear that that opening that guitar right. riff come in like. Go to any sporting event and it's still totally. happening. It's still being played. Yeah. 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 Wow. And hey, fun fact I'm sure there's people out there that remember this, but the song was also used by none other than Hulk Hogan. That was his entrance. Oh my music. God, you're right. After his appearance in Rocky Three, like he carried that over. That's right. Right. And that was his entrance. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. I forgot all about. Yeah. He was, uh, oh God, Thunder Thighs. Was that his name in, uh, and rock thunder lips. thunder lips god damn it thunder i knew it was thunder something <laughs> thunder, thunder, thunder thighs fuck i don't know well he did the leg drop i thought i don't know thunder lips well like thunder lips is any yeah. better like that's a bit mo- that uh, makes yeah, okay. more it sense it wasn't that much of a stretch <laughs> <laughs> thunder, thunder thighs. thighs is pretty terrible i'm not gonna lie uh <laughs> that's great thunder oh, lips though jesus christ god well there you go there's there's uh all right that's my first my first pick but again i'm not gonna lie Four in the morning, trying to keep your eyes open. You want no other song on your radio than Survivor's Eye of the Tiger. All right. Where are you going, so, man? Where are you going? I'm going to go with a song that makes me thankful for the people in my life. All right. Because it's, you know, when you're talking about like challenges, resolutions, whatever you want, goals, whatever you want to call it, it's great to want to better yourself, right? Sure. But it's also great to be surrounded by people who accept you for who you are with all your flaws and you know every, everything about you, the good and the bad. Yeah, for sure. So this is a song by uh, a gentleman, a UK gentleman, a chap, if you will, from the UK. His real name is uh, Rory Graham, but he goes by the handle Rag and Bone Man. And the song is As You Are. And it is just an amazing song. Dude, I, I honestly don't even know who that is. You gotta get to know this guy. I'm telling you. He's just he's an amazing performer, great songs. Uh, his most well known song is called Human, uh, and that's the name of the album that this track is also on, As You Are. And like I said, it's I love you know, the, the song itself, the video. The video is just, you know, him surrounded by his friends and family. They're all different shapes, sizes, colors. Everybody's different. Tattoos, no tattoos. Like just it, and everybody, they're just celebrating each other. I love that, dude. That's fucking awesome. And letting people be who they are. Right on. It's it's amazing. It just the song makes me feel I just good about life and good about the people around me in my life. Hell yeah, hell yeah. That have been with me through it all, good and bad, right? So the video is sort of a celebration of that, you know. And some of the lyrics, you know, when I was reaching out in the dark. When the streets below just look so far, when I forgot everything that I was, all I needed was your love. Right on, dude. You know, the chorus is, I know we've all got our problems and it's a blessing that we made it here so far. If you lay here in these arms tonight, I promise, I promise to take you as you are. It's just accepting people for who they are. And it just makes you feel good about everybody around you. So check out the song, check out the video. I'm telling you, man, it's going to become your your favorite song. Hell yeah, dude. I, I love the lyrics, man. Um... Again, I have no idea what the song sounds like, but I love the lyrics. I mean, that's just a great... It's got like a little bit of an R&B and kind of a hip-hop feel to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's really catchy. Great hook, piano hook in it, but just just a feel-good song, man. You just feel great about life when you hear that song. That's awesome. And that's the first time that like one of us has officially stumped the other. I honestly <laughs> don't know the song. Yeah, up until now, we've always like... We might say something the other one didn't think of, but the other one at least was familiar with it. We're like, oh yeah, that song. But yeah, yeah. dude, I honestly, this is the first time I don't know a track that you pulled up. I love that. That's amazing, dude. All right. Hell uh, yeah. I finally stumped. Finally. <laughs> 
It only took <laughs> a short amount of time. Well, now yeah. that's going to be my new favorite song. So Rag and Bone Man, As You Are. Nice. Check nice, it out. Nice, nice, nice. When did that come out? That's from 2017. Okay, so it's relatively new. I didn't know if this was going back. Yeah, yeah. Like decades or okay. Nice. I'm on it. Right on. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm gonna say to nobody's surprise, I'm gonna uh, gonna do a metal song next. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's go. And I say to nobody's surprise because I, I think by by now anybody who's listened to at least a couple episodes uh, knows that I'm pretty much a hard rock heavy metal guy, and as are you. I mean, we both love yeah. all kinds of music, but I mean, you know, predominantly it's what we what we grew up on, what we listen to the most. So. It's not a big surprise when we're doing a, a, a you know a five list uh, that a, a, a metal song or two is gonna is gonna creep in. So um, so no surprise at all. No none none whatsoever. So when I was kind of going through um, the idea behind the songs I wanted to pick for the for this episode, I definitely wanted to spread it around. I wanted you know not just five metal songs or five you know hip hop songs or five whatever you know rock songs. I, I wanted to spread it around a little bit. But uh the metal songs just were so easy. One because I, I'm a metal head. I mean I've always you know listened to that growing up. But most metal, I mean 90% of metal is very empowering, very uplifting, very like uh anti-establishment, anti-whatever, you know, anybody that's, that's trying to keep you down or tell you you can't do something, or you're not good enough, or you're not cool enough or good looking enough. Like that's what metal like is about at it, at its core. So there's just so yeah. many metal songs. But one in particular from a lyrical standpoint really 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 stood out to me. And uh that that song is uh by by a group called Suicidal Tendencies and the track is uh, you can't bring me down. Oh dude. <laughs> I mean that's a great choice, oh, right? Oh my god. Dude, that was one of my, that was on my that was on my my research. I was going to yeah, yeah. say this one made me a little nervous cuz I'm like I, I I thought you might go there, yes. but yeah, it's such a uh, you know, not every song needs to lyrically be the most li- uplifting. Sometimes it could just be the music right. that gets you pumped up. Sometimes it's the words. Sometimes it's the tempo. You know, all those things. In this case, the song musically gets you pumped oh, up. Yeah. It's a great gym song. It's a great running song. It's a great driving song. It gets you moving, but uh, lyrically as well, too. It is just, it's Mike Muir from Suicidal Tendencies at his best, just telling the world, you can't tell me what I can and can't do. What I may be interested in, what I want to do with my life may not interest you and you think it's not worth it. Well, to me it is, so fuck you, I'm doing it anyway. It's just that kind of song. And my God, if you can't relate to that, man, I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's just everything is in the title of that song. You can't bring me down. Yeah, 100%. You know? 100%. All through your life, there's people that doubt you or tell you you can't do this. You're not able to. You're not smart enough. You're not big enough. You're not strong enough. You're not this. You're not that. You can't bring me down. Yeah. Everybody can relate to that. You know? So, yeah. Yeah. It came out in uh, 1990. Um, It was from the Lights, Camera, Revolution album. Fantastic record, by the way. Um, we, we talked a little bit about them in the past and, uh, like Robert Trujillo, who is now the bass player of Metallica was in That's the band his first the album was suicidal. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. His first album in the studio was suicidal. When, when suicidal first started, they kind of started out more on the punk side of things, but this album in particular was kind of their transition from punk to thrash. They were really kind of like, you know, riding that line. And, uh, that's when a lot of, you know, metal kids, you know, really started to, to get into suicidal. They were more like skater punk stuff up until that point. Metalheads weren't really that into suicidal, yeah. but this this kind of crossed them over. 
Unfortunately, they they weren't the kind of band that got a lot of top 40 radio airplay or things like that, but huge on MTV, especially Headbangers Ball, you know, which came out in the mid 80s, mid to late 80s. Yeah. So this was 1990. It came out. Um, so Headbangers Ball was in you know full swing, and it was actually making careers for a lot of metal bands um, that weren't getting radio play. A- at that point, bands like Poison, Cinderella, Motley Crue, Rat, bands like that, they were getting a lot of airplay. But a lot of the thrash bands and you know yeah. Metallica's and the Slayers and the Megadeths and the Suicidal Tendencies and the Exoduses, they weren't getting radio airplay. But MTV Headbangers Ball was really like putting these bands on the map that a lot of people hadn't heard of before. So that was yeah. huge for them. And I mean, and talk about a, a dangerous band. I mean, just their name, Suicidal Tendencies. Yeah. But their shows were just known to be so violent. Like, you know, they were banned from playing in their hometown. In their hometown, were, dude. Right. They were accused of bringing gang culture yeah. into yep. hard music. I mean, they were a dangerous band. Yeah. Man. Yeah, they were kind of like a, an NWA or, a, you know, they, they again, because you're right, they brought gang culture, even just their look. I mean, you know, they wore like the uh, the Dickies and, and you know, the, the right. button down like flannel shirts and the, the bandanas, bandanas yeah. and the hats real low with the lids flipped up. And, you know, metal didn't look like that before, you know, and uh, it scared the hell out of a lot of people. And uh, but they were just from L.A., man, and they were just kind of, you know, a reflection of, right. you know, what was around them and what they saw. And, you know, they wrote about that kind of stuff and they scared the shit out of a lot of people but i saw them i want i want to say probably 10 years ago nice at uh at, you know small like more of a, a small sort of club show and oh, they very cool. opened they opened with you can't bring me down oh my god really dude and there was nowhere safe in that place man that I place bet. just I erupted <laughs> I mean, it, like I said, musically, yeah, it's one of those songs too, man. I mean, you know, it starts off with this like just guitar moan and it builds up into this. What the hell is going on around here? And then he says that line, dude, and it just <laughs> boom, it's full on thrash metal. And oh my God, it just doesn't let up, you know, until the end yeah. of the song. And live, of course, it's just sure. the band on stage, you know, doing that intro with the guitar. Yeah. And then Mike comes out when it's just at the right time. What, what the, the hell, hell is going, going on? And then the uh, crowd just goes ape shit, dude. That's oh. cool. Yeah, I've never seen them, uh, sadly to say, I've never seen them um, like headline a club or anything like that. I've seen them on like festivals and stuff like that. But um, yeah. yeah, oh God, I can only imagine a club show. That must be just off the charts what and it was it was like the greatest one to punch to start a show because they led with you can't bring me down and then you hear the guitar riff for subliminal (laughs) and the crowd just just jumping it was just crazy that's amazing that's amazing yeah uh all right dude dude great great pick man thanks man that's that that was a good one so I'm going to go now. I'm going to go back to the hard rock. This isn't full on metal yet. I, All this right. might be more hard rock. All right. I feel like you're but, working your uh, way up to it, though. I know you got a metal You got a metal one in your pocket oh, for oh, me. I know you do. Great metal track in Okay. Here. Okay. Good. good. Um, <laughs> but for this, I'm going to go with a band that I'm honestly not the biggest fan of. Like, I'm not, I don't worship this band. I don't, I haven't seen them live. I don't okay. know that much about them or, you know what I mean? But I, I appreciate them because of their longevity and how they've been around. But that's fair. They have Absolutely. one song that I listen to regularly. All right. The band is Clutch. Ah, oh, and the song is Earth Rocker. Dude, Clutch dude. is awesome, man. <laughs> From 2013, album of the same name, Earth Rocker. Yeah. Um, and it's just just right from the jump. What's this about limits? Sorry, I don't know none. Like. 
Christ. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just going straight for the top. Like, talk about just a motivating song. Just another one that just gives you confidence, man. You can just take on the world when you're hearing this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and just going on further through the song. Some of these, some of these lyrics. This is just great, man. I don't need your stinking laminate. I don't need your VIP. I don't need your validation. Because I wear mine on my sleeve. You know? That's Hell a yeah. huge just fuck you yeah you know, everybody in the everybody in the vip section you know what i don't need that bullshit yeah i am who i am yeah hell you know? yeah what i challenge anyone to do listening to this song okay singer neil fallon right yeah when he gets to the chorus and he lets out that <laughs> i challenge you do it with him like just let it go scream it out yeah. let it out man just it, it's like the most therapeutic shit you can do it's is like, to sing along to this song it's like primal scream therapy. Like, yeah, just singing along with Clutch, man. Absolutely. You hit that chorus That's and he badass. starts doing that shit, man. Just do it with him. Go for the ride. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Clutch, they're, they're another one of those bands, too. Um, lyrically and musically, they just they have that kind of sound, man, that can just get you fucking pumped up, dude. Super loyal fan base, too. They're like, Huge. you know, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. the Deftones yes. or, yes. you know, bands like that, like, like Tool, like just, you know, their fans are their fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to let you know they love that band. Yeah, they may not have like the numbers that like a Metallica puts up, but the fan base, yes, is super, super loyal. And there, you don't generally meet too many like casual clutch fans, they're, you know, people right. are either like, oh, I'm not really that familiar with them, or they fucking love them to death. Dude. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's no, like, rush. There's not a, any casual rush fans out there. Exactly, you exactly. <laughs> you either yeah. nerd the fuck out over rush, or you're just like, meh. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> I don't really care, whatever. Or you're like, yeah, you know, yeah. limelight's okay, I guess, but yeah. yeah right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, my God. Yeah, Clutch is definitely and not not that they sound anything like Rush. If you're not familiar with Clutch, no. don't be scared from that. Because some people are afraid of uh, bands that sound like Rush for some reason. I don't get it. Some of the best musicians ever, but whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. It's another episode. But uh, yeah, Clutch. Oh my god, so so good. Clutch is another one of those bands too that I, I really I, I kind of am bummed. I've seen them on a million festivals. Um, I've never seen them in a in a club or a theater. I would love to do that. Because uh, yeah. I bet they're even even more impressive, you know, in yeah. that environment. I want to get the clutch experience. Yeah, like, I want to go see them live. Yeah, you know, not, not just. I mean, yeah, I want to see Earth Rocker, no doubt. But yeah, I, I want to. Yeah, I want to just dig in a little bit more, and I want to just experience the show and learn more about them, and you know, why the fans they're they're so yeah. loyal and yeah. just you know what I mean. I yeah. want to just get the whole experience. But yeah, man, Earth Rocker by Clutch. If you don't know it, check it out and just turn it up. And I'm telling you, when you get to that chorus. Just do it. Go for the ride. Sing along. <laughs> you got to do it. Nice choice. All right. Okay. What do you got? What do you got? All right. So my next track here, um, uh, an artist we've talked about a, a bit um, that I'm a huge fan of. And again, if you met me for the first time and looked at me, you probably wouldn't know I'm a huge Prince fan. I'm a big goateed guy with long hair and tattoos. And, and when I tell you how much I love Prince, it might be a little off-putting, um, but Prince is my all-time <laughs> fucking favorite artist of all time. Uh, I love Prince. Um, and 
for me personally, Prince has a thousand fucking songs that that fit this uh, this this category for me as far as like motivational, uplifting songs that make me want to punch the haters in the face. He's got a thousand songs like that. So I boiled it down to one that's uh, it, it's familiar to everybody. I didn't want to pick something totally obscure that nobody could relate to. There is probably no other Prince song that is more like motivational or get you pumped up than uh than let's go crazy <laughs> he's got a lot he's got a lot 1999 yeah. was yep. the close second i almost went 1999 but i just kept coming yep. back to yep. let's go crazy lyrically it's the whole song is just about life's too short man don't let the bullshit get you down just so not just lyrically but musically that song just gets you pumped up man i don't care what he's singing about <laughs> just that guitar riff yeah. the beat the tempo you know, tempo's got a lot to do with it too, man. You can have a really heavy guitar riff or, or something really groovy, but if it's not the right tempo, it just doesn't grab you. And uh, yep. Let's Go Crazy is the perfect tempo. It's the perfect guitar riff right out of the gate. You know, that song just hits you. He, he does a little uh, sort of sermon. Dearly beloved. It sounds like a church sermon. Yeah. Dearly beloved. We're gathered here today. It's, it's like this thing called life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then when but when that guitar kicks in, man, it's just it grabs you and it just holds on to you for another three and a half minutes. And and then the the ripping guitar solo at the end, if that doesn't get you inspired yes. too, man, oh my god! And it's the opening track on the album. It's the opening track to the movie. You know, the first live performance you see of Prince in the movie Purple Rain is Let's Go Crazy. And that song is just, it's so iconic. And again, he's got a million songs that get you pumped up and stuff like that. But uh, but that one for me is just, it, it was kind of the the cream of the crop, man. Just doesn't get much better than that. No, you're right. I mean, anytime you hear that song, yeah, you feel great. And you, you can't get, not. <laughs> you get pumped up and you get For excited. Sure. Like you could be having the shittiest day. Yeah. And that song comes on, man. And you know what? Hey. Totally. Shit ain't so bad. Or if it is, you're like, I'm going to get over it. I'm going to get through right. this. I, you know? Yeah, it sucks right now. Who cares, man? Fucking, it's going to get better. You know? <laughs> and that, that song will get you there, man. It's, it's a great one. And I've been having like a shitty, shitty couple of days. You know, I'm just kind of down in the dumps, man. And then I heard... Yeah, on the radio and driving around today, I heard one of the songs, you know, that I knew I'd be talking about. And I was yeah. like, no, we're going to record tonight because I need this tonight. I need nice, nice. these songs. I need to hear Eric's songs. I need I need that pick-me-up. And like now hearing about, just thinking in my head, I playing Let's Go Crazy over and over again in my head. <laughs> right? I mean, it's yeah. perfect. It's, yes. It's so, it's so good, man. Even if you're not that big of a Prince fan, I mean, the song's iconic. Right. You don't have to be a a Prince scholar no, to not appreciate that song yeah, and just what it means and the fun that brings like, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, there's my Prince pick of the week. <laughs> There'll be a lot more, <laughs> you know, have we gotten through any episodes without you bringing up Prince? Probably not. Probably not. No, and I don't mean that in a bad way either. I'm just, no, seriously. I, t- I probably mentioned him <laughs> at least in passing in every episode. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I-, I can't stress enough. If you don't know me personally, it's a really, probably a weird thing. You know, if you met me on the street, you're not going to go, oh, that guy's clearly a Prince fan. <laughs> I look like a maniac. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, look at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's, that's my dude, man. Nobody better. That's badass, man. I love that song. Great pick, man. Great pick. All right. So this is a little heavy, not musically, but just subject matter. Okay. All right. I got excited. I thought you were going heavy metal. Oh, you're talking heavy. The metal's coming. The metal's coming. Don't you worry. (laughs) I knew knew it would be. I knew it would be. But I first (laughs) learned of this song 
back in 2016, there was a uh, a, a viral video <laughs> okay. of a uh, a girl um, undergoing cancer treatment in a hospital. Okay. And all week long, her goal was to be well enough to go to a concert. And all week long, the doctors thought she'd be able to make it. That she'd be able to make it. Then she just couldn't do it. Oh man! And her, you know, the hospital and her mom somehow got a hold of this artist, who then came to her room the next day and sang this song to her, sitting on her oh, bed with her holding her hand. God, dude! So the uh, the song is "Shake It Out" by Florence and the Machine. Oh man! Yes. Dude, I never heard that story. I mean, it's on brand for her, dude. Oh, She's amazing. Florence Welch, dude, I'm telling you, if you, yeah, go check it out. And if you can make it through without some waterworks, you know, you're, you're oh, better than me. Because <laughs> <laughs> this girl, she's, she's probably a teenage girl. She winds up singing along with uh, Florence as Florence is singing. Aww. She's trying to harmonize with her and... You know, the girl's friends are in the background handling the chorus, you know, and it's just this beautiful, oh, beautiful song. That was my introduction to the song. And oh. normally a song by Florence and the, and the Machine might not jump out at me, but then I paid attention to the words they were saying to each other. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, this song is amazing. Yeah. And, you know, it's there's a lot of messages in this song, but, you know, right from the get-go, you know, regrets collect like old friends here to relive your darkest moments. And, you know, it's about that baggage you're, we're all carrying around, you know, mistakes yeah. we've made, regrets we have. You know, I can see no way. All the ghouls come out to play. I'm always dragging that horse around. All of these questions, such a mournful sound. Tonight, I'm going to bury that horse in the ground. You know, it's like, it's just that I'm done beating myself up. I'm done carrying this weight around. Yeah. You know, where yeah. it's, it's yeah. not necessarily, I'm not getting a message of, hey, I don't have to take ownership of my, my mistakes and my Nonsense, but at the same time, I don't have to carry it with me for the rest of my life. Doesn't have to right. define me right. and hold me back, or yeah, sure. And you know, as, as she says, Florence says in the chorus, it's hard to dance with the devil on your back, so shake him off. Nice. Yeah. You know, that's just that message is just so amazing and strong and powerful. And yeah, uh, I just fell in love with the song, you know, the second I heard it. And since then, and yeah. I know, you know, it might sound dramatic when people say, you know, music has saved my life. That, that fucking song saved my life. Like that. If I'm going through a really dark or tough period, yeah, for sure, that song just magically will appear, you know, uh, on a shuffle, and I hear it. I'm like, oh, things are going to be okay. And and of course, you know, I I personalize the song even more, you know, yeah, further on down, you know, some of the lyrics, and you'll you'll get this right off the bat as soon as I say it, but I'll explain. And and I'm and I'm done with my graceless heart, so tonight I'm going to cut it out and then restart. So I think about my daughter, Grace, and yeah. my life before her, my graceless heart. And, you know, so, you know, it just every time I hear the, the song is very personal to me. Right. But I'm sure it's very personal to a lot of people. It's, you know, a lot of people can relate to it. So it's just a beautiful song. Yeah. Like you said, yeah, a yeah. very just hopeful message. Um, yeah. just That's awesome, just, man. Yeah, I love it. Uh, another band that uh, I've never seen on, you know, a club stage or, or anything, a couple festivals. Oh, you have seen? Yeah, I, I have. And oh my God, uh, so, so goddamn good. And the only, the only regret I have as far as like seeing them when I did was I saw them on two festivals. They both played like er, late afternoon, early evening. So like yeah. the sun was still out. I, I just, I would love to see them kind of like 
you know, in the dark with a full light show, like really, you know, to grasp, yeah. you know, because again, their sound and everything I think would lend itself really well to a dark kind of, you know, moody light show. Whereas yeah, when you're seeing yeah. them in the daytime, you know, I've also, I've seen Marilyn Manson in the daytime and I'm like, well, this is weird. You <laughs> know what I mean? totally it's, weird. It's, it's not, <laughs> it doesn't have the same visual impact as yeah. a dark, you know. Like, <laughs> Don't uh, vampires die in sunlight? <laughs> exactly. Uh, Henry Rollins said it best one time. He was like, he was talking about how he saw, um, saw Marilyn Manson on a festival uh, and they played during the day and he was like, it looked like a bunch of dead guys at a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> smoke and everything on the stage <laughs> that's always stuck with me because i'm like that's the best description of marilyn manson in the daylight it's like a bunch of dead guys at a barbecue oh my oh, god man, that's great <laughs> i've been giggling about that one for a while yeah yeah that's a good one yeah yeah, yeah. he's a funny dude oh man well great choice dude uh and, Thanks, and yeah man. now now i want to go listen to fucking florence man like i haven't listened to him in a while no shit all right. Um, so my next one, I'm going to go back to the 70s on this one. This is not a song that's fast. It's not um tempo. It's all the lyrics, man. And it's the melody. And it's the desperation in the vocal performance that's just so... It just grabs you, man. Um, and, and it's a beautiful story. The song is Heroes by David Bowie. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I'm a huge David Bowie fan. I, I love every like phase of his career career um and he's had the kind of career where you know you might like some of the stuff but not this era and that kind of thing but uh, just everything he's ever done guys are fucking genius man that's dude that's a song i specifically stayed away from because i'm like did you because you thought no eric's gonna grab this one (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah david bowie he's up there uh kind of in the prince like realm but yeah the song it was from um, a period of his career known as the berlin trilogy little backstory david bowie in the 70s he (laughs) he had moved to america and was recording music here and touring here and had moved here from england full time and uh, was living in L.A. and doing the whole L.A. thing. In the uh, early to mid-70s, cocaine was just really, really part of the culture in L.A. And, it was very and popular it, at the time. Yes. It really was. And uh, and David Bowie really got into it. And um, so by the mid to late 70s, around 77, he knew he had a problem. He was he was in rough shape. And what's amazing, if, you, if you're a fan and you listen to his catalog, and the music he was making around that time, he was so he was out of his fucking skull. I mean, he didn't even know his own name half the time. He didn't remember even recording some of these albums. He was so out of it. But yet you listen to him and you're like, how much of a genius was he that he could be just zooted out of his skull and still make this amazing fucking music? Right. But he realized he was struggling, had a pretty bad problem. So what is the logical thing to do? The logical thing is to move to Berlin with Iggy Pop because because what could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But I, as as ridiculous as that sounds, Iggy Pop was also realizing he was in rough shape, and they were they were trying yeah. to help each other out. So they decided, let's move to Germany together. We'll help each other get through this crazy shit. We'll record some music because back then everybody was you know working together and collaborating, and you know. Um, right. So they decided they were going to get clean. And they were going to make music together, and they moved to Berlin. And during this time, Bowie released three albums that's known as the the Berlin Trilogy. So Heroes was the second of the three. The album was called Heroes, and then, of course, the, the single was called Heroes. And it's a fictitious song about two lovers that are separated by the Berlin Wall. And that's that's what the whole hopeful you know theme of the song yeah. is about. It's, you know, kissing through the Berlin Wall and risking bullets flying over your heads. And, you know, he says, I, I can remember standing by the wall 
and the guns above our heads and we kissed as though nothing could fall and the shame was on the other side. Oh, we can beat them forever and ever. Then we could be heroes just for one day. It's just such a, even if we just have this moment, if we can kiss and not die and be together for this moment, then we won. We're heroes. And it's not just the lyrics, it's the vocal performance. And if you don't know the song, please listen to it so you understand what I'm talking about. Mm. It's so, I mean, it's such a desperate delivery. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. That's a great way to put it. That that's the 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 desperation in his voice as he's telling the story. He's re- when he's delivering the vocals. He's really the guy in that scenario that's trying to kiss his girlfriend through the wall, you know. And he's yeah. singing it with every ounce of emotion that that guy would be feeling. And it's just it's yeah. it's heart wrenching and it, and it's beautiful. What's great about that song too is that you know there's the whole story you know that David Bowie's telling, but even just to the casual listener yeah. who may only pick up on the chorus that alone just you know as it is just just the chorus that just that is hopeful yeah even if you don't know anything about the story that he's telling and you hear we could be heroes just for one day you know that gets in your head and you think about you know what difference can i make what changes can i make sure it's it's just an interesting way to look at the song if you don't know what it's about you still hear that chorus and you can still take something from that song yeah yeah, that's the beauty of lyrics, man. I mean, you know, you you could be singing about something that means something so much to you and the the listener has no idea what you're talking about, but it means something to them in their life and they take something away from it. Yeah. And I think yeah, I think that'll be the case with Bowie and his music. I mean, that's going to 100% for just decades and you know hundreds of years later people are going to listen to that song and be moved i think so man i think he's one of those artists you know i'd love to be able to come back and and see if that's true but i feel like he's his his legacy is going to be around for a long time awesome dude you're coming with some great (laughs) shit tonight man nice nice what you got next all right you ready to get in the pit hell fucking yeah yeah. i'm talking circle pit here man we're gonna do this right (laughs) nice this song Again, you can look at it many different ways, but if you just want to kick ass in life and just get fired up, destroy everything by hate. Oh, man. (laughs) That intro, that song, right? A new life begins. It's such a great riff. That backbeat is so solid. Oh, my God. but yeah, frontman Jamie Jasta just just going for it on that one. Yeah. And I love that sound. And, you know, that whole album is from 2006 album of Supremacy. Yeah, you know Jamie said is about you know over, overcoming feelings of depression, guilt, sadness, anxiety, you know, alienation, whatever you're dealing with. And that definitely plays into that song and just by the real song in that album. But it also just kicks ass and makes you want to use your turmeric throw a chair through window. Just run through a wall, knock yes. down anybody in your way. Absolutely. Break something. Oh, my you know, God. Destroy smash everything. Smash a glass on the floor. Just It makes you want to just fucking... Uh, right. Yeah. Obliterate what makes us weak. Decimate yes. what threatens me. Cleanse this world with flame. End this. Cleanse this. Rebuild and start again. Like, are you shitting me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Obliterate what makes us weak. Yeah, dude. Yes. With that music behind it and Jamie's oh, vocals. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, what a song. 
That is a great, great choice. I mean, and, it, and, it, and it fits the, the theme of today's show so, so perfectly. And seeing it live, I mean, how many, we've seen oh, Hatebreed probably what? So many times. I can, yeah, I've lost count. But that one comes on and the whole crowd is just jumping up and down yeah. to that beat. And just, yeah. oh, it's, just, it's a beautiful thing. And I've, you know, I've got my, uh, on my phone, my, my Don't Fuck With Me playlist. And <laughs> there's, I think, five or six Hatebreed songs on there, man. Yeah, just, dude. <laughs> If something's going to go down and you got to defend yourself too, man, I mean, having hate breed in your earbuds at the time isn't a bad thing either, man. It'll get you ready to defend yourself too. I mean, oh, yes, it will. Know, yeah, nobody's yeah. going to fuck with you when you got hate breed in your ear, dude. You know? <laughs> so, all right. I can't believe uh, I'm down to my last one already. Is that right? Ooh, Am I doing my math right? Good. I can't wait. Uh, all right. So my others were just kind of haphazardly picked in a random order. I did kind of save this one for the last, and it's a band okay, that, uh, okay. it's a band that you and I have been huge fans of for many, many, oh, many boy. years. I can't wait. I know where this is going. <laughs> I know you do. And I'm a little mad at them right now. So it's a little hard for me to talk about, but I'm still, I got to pick it, man. I got to separate the art from the artist. As we say, I'm just going to say that Slipknot still writes songs Oof. that will get you so pumped up so motivated if you go to the gym or if you run put some slipknot on your playlist dude and it's it's gonna help the song i picked though they've got a million but i went with the heretic anthem the song is off of their second album it's called iowa and they were in a really weird place they had gotten a record deal but they still were kind of this weird band from iowa that wore masks and jumpsuits and even though they had a deal, the record company didn't really know what to do with them, and they had gotten turned down by so many record labels, which 25 years later or whatever, in retrospect, is hysterical because they're, I mean, next to like Metallica and Black yeah, Sabbath, Metallica. like yeah. Slipknot's probably number three on the list of biggest metal bands ever, right? I mean, yeah. And they wrote this song specifically as a fuck you to the record labels that, that turned them down. So when you listen to the lyrics and you break them down and you read the lyrics, they're specifically singing to the record labels. Like what the, the second verse says, you know, everybody is so infatuated. Everybody is so completely sure of what we are. Everybody defamates from miles away, but face to face, they haven't got a thing to say. I bleed for this and I bleed for you. So you look at my face like I'm somebody new toy. Nobody wants anything I've got, which is fine because you're made of everything I'm not. You can take that attitude and that message that they're directly sending to the record labels and apply it to anything. And I didn't even talk about the chorus where they literally say (laughs) over and over again in the chorus, if you're five, 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 then I'm six, 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 six. (laughs) (laughs) Which to this day, I still don't even know exactly what that means. Like really? Like, I mean, I think it's just silly and ambiguous. They were just trying to figure out a way to get 666 into a song. Yeah, yeah. I don't it makes zero sense. It doesn't make any sense, but it's it but it still is just such a great fucking line, dude. And uh yeah, live, man, that song oh. will get you fucking oh, whew, whew. The coolest thing about them live is uh, you know, we talked about like fan bases and stuff earlier. Yeah. Uh, you know, the maggots, which are are, are slipknot fans, man. It may look to the outsider like such a chaotic, insane, violent, scary, you know, like down in the pit and everything. Um, dude, maggots look out for each other, man. It's mm-hmm. it's one of the least scary environments to be in for a metal show because right. everybody's literally looking out for each other. 
Yeah, you know, absolutely. and you're 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 a family. Not to sound corny, but you know, when you're at that show, man, you you're a family. You're a tribe. Dude, it's, you are, it's tribal. It's totally. It tribal. is. It really yeah. is, man. You know, and I, I've been to a million shows. And I've been to a million heavy metal shows and I've not always felt comfortable because it's not always that way, you know, and I've, right. I'm a lifelong fan. Um, but at a Slipknot show, man, no, never. I've never felt nervous, scared, like, you know, and there. we've, we, you and I go way back, dude. We were in like 1999 pits yeah. <laughs> in and, the parking lot when they were playing Ozfest. Like, right. At noon. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. But, uh, but I think that's one. There's Slipknot, and there's a few other bands like that, metal bands that are, yeah. You know, the fans. You know, we're we're the misfits. You know, we're, you yeah. know, every every one of us is a nerd in some way, or right, have been right. told we are, or so. When you're in that crowd, it's yeah, you feel welcomed and you feel like you belong. Yeah, for sure. You know, and then there's somebody up on stage saying these words that you want to say to somebody. Yeah. You know, and you're just saying them right back to them, and yeah. the whole crowd is, and the energy, and it's just, yeah, there's nothing like a Slipknot show. No, there's really not, man. Phenomenal, man. And I, I think I told you the story. I was on vacation over the summer and uh, <laughs> uh, my, with my wife and my daughter, and we were walking to our car, and there's a family walking toward us, you know, the, and the parents look, you know, really straight. And uh, the, the teenage daughter is just, you know, she's got black hair. With oh, like, you, you did tell me the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black hair with purple, you know, yes. dye, purple streaks in it. And she's wearing a slipknot shirt. And I'm just walking, talking to my wife and daughter. And I see this girl and she's probably, you know, maybe 15 or whatever. And I look over yeah. and I, I see the shirt. And I just give her a shout out in the parking lot. And I'm like, oh, yo, great slipknot shirt. And I just keep going. Like, that's it. I'm not waiting around for a high five or some shit. Right? I just keep going. Right, right. And then about five seconds later, I hear this voice behind me. Thank you. And it That's was the adorable, voice of dude. recognition. Like I saw her. Right. For you know, she was she's a maggot just like me. Right. You know, she's part of the tribe. You know, she's Hell part yeah. of the family. And just the inner voice, just you could hear this inner voice, the happiness that somebody recognized her. That's cool, man. You know, and I was just like, fuck yeah, man. Slipknot fans for life. You know what's great about that too is like here's this like teenage girl. You're a middle-aged dude with a family and a daughter, and it probably <laughs> it, you know, it's not like you walked by her, you know, with your jet black hair and your spike collar, you know, and your nose ring and shit. You know what right. I mean? You you're a middle-aged dude with yeah. a daughter, you know, and your wife. She probably didn't even notice you. <laughs> You know, and then here right. you're like, nice shirt, you know, that's amazing. <laughs> and, uh, and it probably took her that long to like, for it to register. Like, did that guy just say yeah. nice slip? Not sure. Like, I love that <laughs> shit, man. I mean, so anyway, yeah. If you ever need to throw a chair through a window, man, put on Heritage Anthem and you can, you can do it. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt, man. Awesome. Awesome pick. All right. You know what? I, to finish this off, All right. I needed some old school hip hop swagger nice i mean swagger i'm talking big daddy kane ain't no half stepping holy shit dude you in old school bro dude that song ain't no half don't do nothing in life half-assed because if i come at you with everything i got you don't stand a chance Damn right. Oh my god, the lyrics, everything about that song just oozes confidence. Yes, dude. If I'm all in, swagger. Oh, dude, if I'm all in, you don't stand a chance. Yeah. Ain't no hashtag. Like, it, it's so 
fucking great, man. Big Daddy Kane is the greatest. Big Daddy Kane is the shit, dude. When Eminem shouts you out as like one of his biggest influences, yeah. dude, you're, you're legit. You're legit. I just love all the swagger in America. At the table, I sit making it legit. When my pen hits the paper, ah, shit. <laughs> On, I love on stage it, is where I'm gonna get you at. You think I'm losing? Picture that, dude. Every verse is just yeah there to just portray confidence and swagger. I mean, yeah, like, dude, dude. I'm telling you, there ain't no half stepping in life. That's great. Again, yeah. it just you he hear it and you become him, dope. and you, yeah, that confidence Hell just yeah. transfers to you, and you know that you know what he, Big Daddy Kane's right. Like, yeah, yeah. If I put everything into this, no one's gonna beat me. God damn, he's so good. Yeah, dude. 1988 album, Long Live the Kane. It's just just the way the song starts. All you hear is him go, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and 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 then the beat drops. <laughs> it's just it's so good, man. Every oh, it's just a great, great. That song. is a it great just, song. Man, it makes you feel, makes you feel great. And yeah, you're right, man. That that one gets you pumped up for sure. Dude, that's the. I think my favorite thing about doing this podcast, dude, is every time we like hang up. I like, I have so many things to go listen to that I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. Or, you know what I mean? Now I want to go listen to Big Daddy Kane or put on like a, a 90s like hip hop playlist, dude. You and know? that's, that's what we've always done as friends, just talking on the phone. Yeah. It's like talk about music. Yeah. And then, all right, dude, I got to go check that out. Like, <laughs> yeah. We've been doing that shit for decades. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Either, either turn each other on to things that we weren't familiar with or just remind each other of things that like we'd forgotten about. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Dig deeper. Listen to this drum fill or yeah, 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 yeah. This riff. Check out this riff. Yeah. Well, fuck, dude. That's 10 solid songs to get you pumped yeah. up for the new year. So no excuses, man. No. <laughs> but those songs in your corner, you got you got no excuses. Hell man. yeah. You got hell yeah. All the motivation. Dude, dude, nice job, man. That was cool. That was cool, man. That was fun. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I, I started out with 15 songs and I could have kept going, but I, I had 15 and then getting down to five was tough because, you know, because you're thinking, do I want to go just like, because you could just do all metal easily. Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just like, no, like, because that's as much as I love metal, I'm not all metal. Like I love all yeah, these different yeah, yeah, forms of, of course, music, these different of songs, like Florence and the Machine, like mm-hmm. just inspires me to live. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, I mean, and you know, some of the bands that I considered too putting on the list, and they, they they were on my list before I whittled it down. But like, you know, like a band like Queen. Queen's another one, man. Yeah. Oh my God, a hundred songs. I mean, you could do a list of you know the top ten most inspirational Queen songs, and it would still be hard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so um, there's a lot of amazing music out there. So it is a little, you know, again, if we were doing an eight hour podcast, great, we could talk for you know all day about this stuff. But you know, you got to pick. You got to pick a list at some point and, you know. So just, hey, want to say uh, again, thanks to everybody out there listening to the Greatest Mixtape Podcast. Uh, we still continue to, you know, our audience grows. And, yeah, uh, yeah, that's cool. Picking up listeners in uh, Lima, Peru, of all places. Lima, so, Peru. What's up? Hey, yeah. Thanks for uh, checking us out. Uh, we definitely appreciate that. So Hell yeah. We are on Instagram at the Greatest Mixtape Podcast. We are on Twitter or X at greatest mixtape youtube check out our channel greatest mixtape podcast we post all of these uh the playlists from these episodes yeah yeah, yeah. uh on the youtube channel so that you can check them out um or drop us a comment uh, on email at uh, we are the greatest mixtape podcast at gmail.com right on man 
There we have it, dude. That was fun. I want to do Hell that yeah. again sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely revisit that topic, man. That, that was cool. Absolutely. And we lived up to the promise that we made. Uh, we we bought better gear. In our last episode, we promised to, to get better gear and we would stop sounding like shit. Uh, so hopefully everything sounds better and, and you can actually notice. Yeah, yeah. I hope so. I hope so. All right. Well, uh, again, thank you all so much. We'll talk to you again real soon. Once again, it's the Greatest Mixtape Podcast. I am Eric. And I am Matt. And we're out of here. Thanks again. Yeah.